Good morning. Today is Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. I've quoted before the comment of our rabbis about Sefer Rus, the book of Ruth. Amar Rabbi Ze'era, Rabbi Ze'era says, Megillah Zu, this book, this story of Ruth, Aim Bolo Tumma Velo Tara, Velo Isra Velo Heter, there are no laws, there are no rules, there's nothing new that we're learning in a legal sense in terms of mitzvos, but why is the book written? It comes to teach us the great reward that comes for those who act selflessly with kindness and compassion to others. And there are multiple lessons of chesed of kindness, of showing respect, of showing dignity, giving self-esteem, helping another, being selfless. So many lessons that we learn from the book of Ruth. I'd like to share with you this morning two less obvious lessons, but lessons that are relevant to every one of us and lessons that we can incorporate into our daily lives. My personal hero is Boaz. Boaz is a person that has always impressed me, someone that I would like to try to work on living up to the amazing parts of his character. I have a long way to go, but I'd like to explain a little bit of what impresses me so much about Boaz. So the story of Ruth on one level is the national story of the Jewish people at that time. And it starts with an absence of leadership, an abdication of leadership. Leaders who abdicate their responsibility in a time of crisis. And I'm referring, unfortunately, to Elimelech. We meet Elimelech at the very beginning. Elimelech is married to Naomi. They have two sons, Machlon and Chilion. And Elimelech is the Shofet. Elimelech is the leader at that time. And he and his family lived in Beislechem, Bethlehem, just south of Yerushalayim. Elimelech is the leader. And the Megillah, the story of Ruth, opens with a famine. Nebuch, there's a famine and people are hungry. And just at the moment when a leader is most needed to take care of his people, to find a way for his people to survive this crisis, Elimelech and his family leave. They leave Israel. They go to the land of Moab, which is today Jordan, on the eastern bank of the Jordan River, in order for them to be able to survive. But they leave behind the people they're supposed to be taken care of. And the unfolding of the narrative in Sefer Rus, the Book of Ruth, on one level, is the reestablishment of competent, authentic, 
Jewish leadership, people who act in the correct manner under all circumstances, positive and negative. And that leadership that we find by the end of the book of Ruth leads eventually and directly to David Amela, King David, the grandson of Ruth and Boaz, and certainly the epitome of great Jewish leadership. So that's the arc of the narrative. Again, on one level, the story, the book exists on several levels, but on one important level, it's this narrative. I want to describe two aspects of Boaz's actions and character personality that personify what a great person should do, what great leadership should be. So there is a scene where Naomi and Ruth, this young woman, return to Israel. They are impoverished. They are now at the edges of society. And so they need to support themselves. And Ruth goes to collect along with the other poor people in the field of Boaz. And Boaz sees her. He recognizes that she is this woman who came back with Naomi. She had converted to Judaism of righteous motivation. And she, he has heard about her, how kind she is, how devoted she is to Naomi. He's heard all these wonderful things about her. And then there is an encounter in the middle of the night between Ruth and Boaz. And in that encounter, Boaz says to her, I'm going to help you. There's a plan. I'm going to take care of this. And just wait in the morning. You'll see I'm going to take care of this. And then, Vayomer, Boaz says to her, as she is about to go home, take this food with you when you go. And he measured out a measure of food for her to take, and she returns back to the home that she and Naomi share. And she returns to her mother-in-law. Of course, it's literally her former mother-in-law. Ruth had been married to Naomi's son who died, but it refers to her as a mother-in-law. And and Ruth tells Naomi everything that happened that night and everything that Boaz said to her. Vatomer, and she also says, and I brought back all this food. Sheish hasa nasanli. 
this man Boaz gave me all of this food to bring back. Ki Omar, because he said to me, Al tavoi reikom el chamoseich. Don't go back home empty-handed. Don't go back home without anything. Take this food. It's quite amazing. Ruth did not ask for food. Ruth did not express any request or desire to take food back. But Boaz understood from her situation that she was in need. And Boaz did not wait for her to ask for that help. Boaz says, you're going home? You're going back to Naomi? Don't go back empty-handed. Take this food, a generous portion of food. And this is such an important lesson. And it's very subtle. It's easy to miss it. It's easy to overlook it. But it's such an important lesson in every encounter that we have. We have to think about the needs of the other person. And by the way, Boaz was not only thinking about the needs of Ruth, who was the person in front of him. He was thinking about when Ruth would go home and there's Naomi also. She would have needs. And it's such a lesson that when you encounter someone who is facing a challenge, facing a difficulty, don't wait for them to ask for help. Don't only respond to the overt request. Make sure that you respond to all of the ramifications of the issue that you know that they have. And not just when you're asked. Volunteer. Someone needs help. Don't wait till they ask for help. They may be embarrassed. They may be ashamed. They may not even realize all that they need. Anticipate someone else's needs. Think about what may be lacking, what you may be able to provide beyond what is requested. What a tremendous lesson in leadership and in kindness. A person who is not only waiting for people to complain, but a person who goes out of his way to anticipate the needs of another and to satisfy those needs in a way that is dignified, that gives self-esteem and self-worth. That's the first lesson. The second lesson goes like this. Ruth had come to Boaz in the middle of the night and she's in need. And Boaz understands. And Boaz says the following to her. Lini Halila, stay here tonight. It's the middle of the night. Don't go home in the dark by yourself. And first thing in the morning, 
I'm going to take care of the problem. You know, a lot of people offer to help. Maybe you have been in a situation where you have asked someone for help and they say to you, yes, I'll help you. Sometimes it happens, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes they forget. Sometimes something comes up. It could be innocent, or it could be they offered something that they really were not ready to provide. It happens. And I think that if we've ever been in that situation, we know how demoralizing it is. Okay. There's this encounter between Ruth and Boaz. And Boaz says, I'll help. First thing tomorrow morning. How often have we heard someone say, I'm going to help you first thing tomorrow morning. Ruth comes home early the next morning and she tells the whole story to Naomi and listen to what Naomi says. Vatomer, Naomi says to Ruth, Shvi biti, rest my daughter. Adasher teidun ech yipol davar. Until you hear how this is going to work out, how Boaz is going to be able to affect a long-standing assistance to you and to me. Ki lo yishkot ha'ish, ki im ki lo because that man Boaz, he will not rest until he completes what he promised today. Boaz was a man that was known that if he says he's going to help, you can take it to the bank. It's done. You can cross it off your list. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to call him back. You don't have to remind him. You don't have to worry. Maybe he forgot about it. He will not rest until he is taken care of. You know, that is a quality. If you've ever been in a situation where you faced a difficulty, a serious difficulty, and I can tell you, speaking from experience, when I have faced a difficulty, a serious difficulty, and along with the substance of the issue itself, I know that I have felt the turmoil, the fear, the anxiety, the worry. I don't know where to turn. I don't know who to go to for help. I don't know who's going to come through for me. To be able to go to someone 
and to have that person respond and not just respond to the substance of what the issue is, but to give the feeling. And when I say give the feeling, I don't mean in a false sense. I mean because it's there to give the feeling you've come to the right place for help. You don't need to ask anymore. You don't need to worry anymore. You don't need to keep looking for solutions. You don't need to call me back to remind me. It's taken care of. It's done. When that type of thing happens, and it's rare, in my experience, it's rare. But when that happens, it just lifts your spirit so much. You felt before that you're in darkness, that you don't know where to turn, that you're confused. And then all of a sudden, a person has the ability to just lift it from you. It's not solved yet at this moment, but the anxiety is lifted. There's a sense of relief. I have found the right person. I have a plan. It's going to work out. I don't need to worry about it anymore. When someone can give you, when we can give to someone that sense, not only of doing what they need, but of giving that sense of relief, of calm, we have done an act of kindness that is just on another level. That's a Boaz level. It's rare, but it's a lesson that Boaz teaches us. So much of what we face is not just the issue, but the fear, the anxiety, the worry. Boaz takes that away. Two lessons that Boaz teaches us throughout my life. That's been a model that I try to live up to. Not coming close, but at least that's what I reach for. Two lessons in how every one of us can try to act to incorporate Boaz's model for our behavior in helping others. And that is one aspect of what we mean when we say that the book of Ruth is read on Shavuos to teach us the deepest understanding of how to help another and the reward that comes as a result. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.